0: Welcome back to the When We Are Brave podcast. I am delighted to share this episode with you. It is slightly different to the other episodes that you may have been listening to, as it is the audiobook recording of the prologue in my book, Brave Enough Now, an inspirational story of self-discovery, survival and hope. Available now on Amazon. I hope you enjoy the first chapter of my book, Brave Enough Now. Brave enough now, prologue. Thunderous water gushed all around me. I had surrendered my body as I was swept away by the ravaging floodwaters, and I was now submerged in thick mud caught up in the swirling torrent. The only noise I could hear was the pounding of the water as it crushed my body, twisting and turning as if I was in a washing machine. My aching lungs clung to what precious air I had left in them, and then... A moment, a push, a shove as my back was pushed up against a hard, cold boulder by the force of a giant log, and then my head broke through the surface and my depleted lungs finally filled with air. For the first time, I saw what I was in. I had been engulfed by a deluge of water so wild, so ferocious, it looked like a giant chocolate milkshake still in the blender as it pounded its way down the Saxtonbark Gorge in Switzerland. Another giant log rammed into my stomach as rapids ran wild over my body. Its force like that of a car slamming on its brakes and it pushed my back further up the boulder crushing me. I could hear the deluge raging down the mountainside, the sound hammering in my ears, yet all I could feel was the air, the exquisite, pure, delightful air replenishing my lungs, air to breathe in and air to breathe out. I looked to my right as I tried to orientate myself and I saw the lifeless bodies of my friends face down, floating past me on top of the torrent. I looked straight ahead, back up the mountain, to where I had been standing just moments before, among friends, a buzz with anticipation, of the adventures that lay ahead. Had it been minutes or seconds ago, I was no longer sure. The clear waters of moments before had now turned into an unrestrained effusion of mud-filled water. Copious amounts of debris were strangling us all, sticks, twigs, rocks, logs and boulders – all moving in chaotic rhythm with the water. Giant waves rose up seemingly from nowhere within the water flowing violently down the mountainside. I looked to my left and saw a bank shrouded in natural green beauty. Soft green leaves vibrated against the wild wind. Moss covered every corner. It was not too far away, but far enough that safety there was out of reach. I would never make it. At that moment... With the clean, crisp mountain air finally filling my lungs, I was trapped in the Saxtonbach Gorge in the majestic Swiss Alps. The clouds encircling their peaks had unleashed this hell on us. In that one nanosecond, I could see my whole life, where I had come from, what I had been through. But where was I headed? Did I have any control over where I went next? My whole childhood had been so different from the life I was now living, as a 21-year-old woman filled with wanderlust and a thirst for adventure. I had come from a happy home, a loving middle-class Australian family with devoted parents, my true place of belonging, my only place of belonging. My mother, my best friend, my confidant, my safety net, someone I could always turn to, no matter what I was going through or where I was headed. My father, who nurtured me and adored me, showed me how to have strength and courage. My little brother looked up to me, followed me. I was trusting of everyone, always looking to do the right thing. I was the quintessential girl next door, petite with delicate pale skin, long, blonde, curly hair and blue eyes. Bright eyes, my teachers had called me, in our little country town where everyone knew me and I knew them. The thing was... I never felt like I was whole, that I was me. Something was missing. That feeling of being less than complete, of never honestly feeling whole, of not belonging had brought me to this place and time, trying to work it all out. I had stumbled, fallen, got lost and backtracked numerous times on my journey to this point and now I was travelling through Europe, still desperately trying to find my missing piece, wanting to be whole trying to find who I truly was. In the middle of this torrent of destruction, with water hellishly lapping at my chin, mud covering my limbs, cramming underneath my fingernails and into my ears, coating my eyelids and eyelashes, and sliding up my nose as it pushed past me, I finally had found myself. Not at that exact moment, but only hours before, when my travel companions and I were connected in a way that travelling together can bring. There was acceptance of each other, of who we each were, with no judgments, no control, no expectations, a special bond tied us together and I did not want to let it go. This new community of people who, despite our different histories, different lives and different experiences, offered no judgement of each other just love, and an acknowledgement of how curious life can be, a community that accepted me, all of me, and now they were dead. The turbulent slurry filled with branches and large logs was rising higher by the second, whipping every inch of my body, swelling violently and blasting lightning bolts of pain through my skin as each log collided with me on its way down the mountainside. There was no stopping it. Pinned under the weight of the water fury, my back pressed hard against the boulder. I couldn't turn to see where the torrent of water went as it raged down the canyon and where it would take me. I saw my life playing out like a series of snapshots, unable to scramble to the top of the boulder behind me but momentarily spared from the carousing water by the log in front of me. I pondered how long I could wait for someone to possibly come and rescue me. Would anyone even come? Or would my hesitation just end up with me being subsumed by the rising waters or crushed by another log? Or should I take charge of my own destiny? Do I stay here? Or do I let go? As much as exhaustion was starting to overwhelm my surging adrenaline, I was more tired of waiting for others to determine my fate. And with that thought, and the thought of what had led me to this place, unable to see what was ahead of me, I let go. If you want to know what happens next, make sure you go to Amazon to get your copy of Brave Enough Now today. If you enjoyed this episode of When We Are Brave or the other episodes of this podcast show, I would love for you to subscribe and leave a review. Reviews are what help podcasts get out there into the world. And don't forget to share with your friends and family to help them live their best and bravest life. I thank you from the absolute bottom of my heart. Journaling was one of the tools that I used in my recovery from the Swiss Canyoning disaster. It's what led me to writing my book, Brave Enough Founder. I've developed a mini guided journal just for you, free to download on my website. It could just be the tool you need to help you live your best and bravest life. You can download it today on tiffanyjohnson.com.au. You can connect with me via my website, tiffanyjohnson.com.au or on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram or LinkedIn. I would love for you to reach out for me. It would be great to connect. So my friends, until next time. Be brave and live your best and bravest life.